Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care Club, the epilogue show. Welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show, where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of taking a leap of faith. How are you getting on with your week, with your life, with your month, with your everything? My life? Yeah. It's pretty damn good since I took a leap of faith. Yeah. But... The big question is, Laura mm. Mishcon, yeah. should we have a drum roll for this big question? No, yes. no, let's not, let's not make a thing. Sorry, it came in anyway. Have you decided what to do? Because if we just have a little recap mm. for the people that mm. listened on Monday, mm. you weren't sure whether you were going to take the leap of faith. Yeah. Well, you've kind of taken it in your heart, but not physically. Yeah. So what did you decide to do about this November client? Well, what I realised was... Oh, God. No, it's not a bad thing. I just realised it didn't have to be an either or. It didn't mean that I wasn't taking the leap of faith if I kept my commitment to the client. And it wasn't something that was like, you have to take a decision either way, otherwise something awful is going to happen. And I also had to factor in the financial aspect of it. Christmas is a very expensive time of year. And I know that I will be extremely grateful to have that extra little pot coming to me then or sitting there for me then. Sitting there, I mean, not like I'm not going to spend it, but you know, you know what I'm saying to you. And I think what came up was, I feel like I have made a commitment to them now. I don't really want to let them down. There is also a financial gain for I me. I didn't realise you'd committed to yeah. them. I thought you were sort of No, there is it. a contract. It is early enough that I could replace myself, but I don't feel that's fair. Oh, I didn't realise you'd done that. Yeah. I thought you hadn't committed to them at all and you were still deciding. No, I had committed already. Oh, you kept that very quiet. Many months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like I want to see this through, finish it off. And then I am not taking anyone else on after that. Really? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. And I and so I really like went your... through it. I really went through it. And I really had like a two and a half hour conversation with my husband. And I really sat and thought about it. And I was thinking about you and your leap of faith. And then I thought, well, you're not. What I came down to was you're not sitting in judgment of me. And I mustn't take on some whole fantasy that you're sitting around feeling upset with me because I haven't taken an 100% leap because that's where I was going. Like Nicole's finished and she stopped and I'm feeling all this guilt because I've still got this one birth. And I thought, no, she's not judging me. She's not, this is my own decision. I have to do what feels right. And so that's what felt right to me. And is it more of like a closing chapter and it's closing it off properly without... Yeah. The- with, without doing it half-heartedly. And because something felt a little bit uncomfortable yeah. about just shelving it, passing the birth on to someone else. It just didn't sit right with me. I feel like I'd rather have a nice, clean ending. I get that. Yeah. I respect that. And I had my nice, clean ending. Yeah. I told all my clients. I gave myself six weeks to finish everything up so I could see everybody. Mm. Everyone had the chance to have one last haircut with mm. me. And it was done. And so yeah. it felt finished. Yeah. I felt very yeah. complete. Yeah. 
Understood. And completion is very important yes. in, in terms of moving on to the next thing, I think. Yeah. So is this your completion piece? That's what it feels like for me, yes. Nice. What did the listeners have to say about a leap of faith? Oh, they said lots. I asked on Instagram, have you ever taken a leap of faith? Yeah. The options were yes, no, I really want to, but I'm scared. And what's a leap of faith? Oh, Okay. So this was quite interesting. Mm. 49% said yes. Oh. Yeah. 12% said no. Yep. I really want to, but I'm scared. That was 11%. So mm -hmm. that was quite low. So mm -hmm. that's good. 28% mm -hmm. um, said, what's a leap of faith? Okay. So then I asked, any other thoughts on a leap of faith? Um, Natalie says, scary. What if it doesn't work out? Yeah. Katie says, someone's step will be another person's leap, which I thought was lovely. Nice. Buffy79 says, scary. Mindfully Ella says, do it. Ruby Roo Red, oh, that's a very good name, says, it's effing terrifying. Well, Ruby Roo Red, we would like to hear more of that, wouldn't we? Yeah. We want to know. And does what that mean it's terrifying and you're doing it anyway, or it's terrifying and you, so therefore you can't do it? Or have you done it? Yeah. And it was terrifying. Like, yeah. I've done it and it, it is terrifying. It is terrifying. Exhilarating as well mm. and they feel the same fiona says i think they lead to learning regardless of the outcome just take the leap i agree i, agree. I totally agree yeah um sophie says is is it just doing something brave and jumping into the unknown yes sophie yes it is. is and then she says it worked out well for me because i became the faith that's her surname so that's what the listeners had to say okay thank you listeners as always for your excellent input listen it's really important your input means the world to us yeah we want to know what you're thinking What's going on with you, for you? And also we want to know what's resonating with you, don't we? Mm. We want to know what isn't resonating mm. with you. Mm. And we want to know... Well, they're very clear when it isn't resonating with us. Hashtag eco laundry balls egg thing. Yeah, but they didn't resonate because it was fucking boring. Yeah, but they still fucking bought them. Yeah, they did. If we had a pound for every, <laughs> for every eco <laughs> egg that a listener bought, we'd have at least seven pounds now. <laughs> we listen. That's that's why I was able to quit hairdressing. <laughs> All the eco eggs that's that were bought. Right. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, should we get onto our challenge of the week? Yes. Self-care club challenge of the week. We've got an extra special treat for you this week, clubbers. Nancy Levin, the wonderful Nancy, is back for your challenge of the week. And this is what she had to say. And so we are welcoming back Nancy Levin, who was just brilliant on our main show on Monday. And as promised, she has returned to the club to set you guys your special challenge of the week. Welcome back, Nancy. Hello there. <laughs> have you again. We're happy to have you every day on the club, quite frankly. Oh, we really are. We really are. <laughs> so we have been doing, as you know, a week of a leap of faith. Hasn't really been a week. It's more bit, it's been more of a process of a couple of months, but we feel that this is a great opportunity to set a lovely challenge for our listeners. What do you have in store for them, Nancy, for their challenge? So here's the challenge. Take a micro step instead of believing that the only way to make change is taking a giant leap. So 
the subtitle to the book, Jump in Your Life Will Appear, is an inch-by-inch guide to making a major change. What I see holds us back from making change, from taking the leap, is we set our sights too big. And then what happens is we fall off the wagon, so to speak, and then we say, screw it. (laughs) So the way to set ourselves up for success here is to actually look for what is the first action I can take in the direction of my desire and simply take that step. The next step will reveal itself. The other piece is what I see often is we get so consumed with our perfectionism and wanting to do it right, that we want to take the right action or the right step. It's not about right. It's about next. Mm. So what happens is we often are sort of straddling this fence And we're immobile because we don't know what to do. Action will alleviate the anxiety. Taking a step on one side or the other will mobilize possibility for us. So simply begin by taking a single action that is very specific in your control, begin by taking that action. If you are going in the wrong direction, you can course correct, but you will go nowhere if you don't move. And my guess is for the people listening that have a vision in mind of what they want for themselves, they all are starting to unpack and understand what that next step probably looks like. Yeah. I mean, that's why. And so if you see something really big, just see if you can, you know, reduce it to what's one action I can take today. And it could be a phone call or a conversation with a friend or anything. Exactly. Exactly. Can be anything. Great challenge. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll keep you posted how our listeners get on. Please do. Thank you for coming back. Just remind the listeners about your exciting new book that's out and where they can get hold of more of your work. Yes. My book that is just out is called The Art of Change. It is a guided journal, eight weeks to making a meaningful shift in your life. And you can find that on my website as well as all places that books are sold (laughs) (laughs) and you can find uh, about all the things that I've got going on on my website, nancylevin.com. Fantastic. Lovely. Thank you. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for your wisdom. We adore you on this show and we cannot wait to bring you back (laughs) for the next practice. We're going to take a short break and see you back here for our wellness news flash. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. 
If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. Wellness News Flash. Okay, remember last week's Wellness News Flash? We talked about Cosmos, which is the beauty range that Kate Moss has just launched. Yeah, it was a great Wellness News Flash. Now there was there was some discussion about the mythical tears and of Chios. Chios. No, the mythical tears of Chios that was an ingredient in this £125 special nectar. And then we were like, well, what is that? What is?" And I said... You were very close to what Chios was. I well, was very impressed. I was. I said, oh, it's probably some island of Ibiza. Well, close. It is an island in Greece. Yeah. It's a Greek island. And I now know what the mythical tears are. They're actual things. They're not rainbows. Shitten by shitten? They're not <laughs> rainbows shat by unicorns. They're not. Or cried. Anything. There's by no unicorns. unicorns involved. So the mythical is yeah. nothing to do with the, the myth of. No, no. The mythical tears are a resin that is obtained from the mastic tree, which is native to the Greek island of Chios. So it's an actual thing. It's an actual resin and it reactivates cells and it detoxifies your skin. Hence why it is in the nectar. Oh, so that's the really answer. quite disappointing. Agreed. <laughs> I would much prefer I mean, if it was actual tears. From a unicorn? From anyone. Not anyone. I don't want Kate Moss's tears. I'm not sure she spends much time crying. <laughs> What's she got to cry about, eh? Oh, no. That's not nice. Oh, come on. She's thin, she's rich, and she's a supermodel. No. So forget it. No. She ain't got she ain't, she ain't got no tears to cry. What, because she's thin and rich? It helps. It helps, but you can still <laughs> feel things. You can still feel upset. You won't feel fat or poor, though, will you? <laughs> Those are the two things you won't feel if you're Kate Moss. And if you're selling your 125-pound bottles of nectar with your mythical tears in, you're going to feel even jollier at the end of the month. Should I be responding to this? No, just no. let it go. Just no. Let it go. Okay, so so they're an actual thing. Yeah, they're an actual I, thing. I thought it was more like... You know that vampire spray that yes. we used a while ago and it was all sort of like charged by the moonlight of Reiki. Yes. I thought it was that sort of thing. No. And I feel quite disappointed that it is an actual substance that's gone into it that actually I would 
quite like the sound of it on my face, mm. if I'm honest. I feel like you'd have an allergic reaction to it. <laughs> I would. I would. You I would, would have an allergic reaction to it. You'd be like those fucking mythical tears. <laughs> Look at my eyes this morning. <laughs> I'm crying my own non-mythical tears because of the allergic reaction. I just feel like that would happen to you. <laughs> to give that context, Clubbers, I... I am allergic to everything. So anything, everything. Everything that's a little like heavily scented stuff, I can't use. So you're probably right. I don't, I'd like to give it a go, though. Okay. I, I have since mm. emailed their PR. And the, how many bottles are they sending us? <laughs> they still haven't got <laughs> back to us. They still haven't <laughs> got back to us. And the funny thing is, I think after they see this, they ain't going they, to. They're definitely not going to get That's back to us for now. sure. Well, I've got something for you this week that might be a little bit easier to try out. Okay. If you fancy it. Um, it's a cucumber cleanse. That sounds all right. I can do that. Would you drink it? Um, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I swear I have not. I swear, <laughs> clubbers, I have not seen the news flash. I ha I've even shut my laptop because I don't want to. Right. Do I have to shove it up my vag? How did you guess? <laughs> it's been, listen, it's been a while since we've had a vagina-based wellness news flash. It's happening. It's a thing. Because when you say cucumber cleanse. It's on the internet. Most people think, yeah. right, mm. cucumbers on, on the, the eyes. eyes. Or yeah. laying down with it on your eyes after having consumed a lovely cold glass of cucumber juice or there's water there is there's a lot oh, there's the a smell lot of there's a lot of water. worse things than cucumber juice so a cucumber cleanse mm. would suggest that you drink the fucker well, why don't i tell you about it ready if i've got to stick it up my fadge i'm not interested i'm gonna tell you about it and then you can decide how you feel about it at the end right i know how i feel about it already it's, it, it's making its way around the internet it is a cucumber cleanse for the vagina. And it was first flagged by my favourite obstetrician-gynaecologist, Dr. Jen, Jen Gunter. Yeah. I, I mean, absolutely love I, her. I mean, it's, you are, yeah. you're almost becoming predictable. I mean, I love her. <laughs> uh, it's on her blog. And this cleanse is featured in a lot of how-to videos, a lot of natural wellness blogs, and even a book about sexual techniques of Taoist masters. Now, the Taoist masters have come up before in our show about butthole sunning. They're very into that. So it's no wonder that they're into this. What do you need to do, though? Okay. Uh, there are a few different variations. And, and how are you going to make me do it? Don't know yet. There are a few different variations, but the overall concept is basically the same. Put a cucumber in your vagina and you will be cleansed. Right? A whole so, cucumber? Uh, what we can gather, the cleanse involves peeling the cucumber. So there's a bit of effort involved there. Um, stick it in your vag and then twist it around for 20 minutes or so. Isn't it just easier to get yeah. a vibrator? <laughs> different people have slightly different recommendations on it. Some recommend moving it in and out while you do it. Exactly. In which exactly. case... How is this any different? Uh, mm, um, but basically... James has just gone James to open the window. <laughs> um, it, all, it all follows the same basic concept. Um, and He it, literally just got up Opened the window and I thought he was going to stick his head out of it. I think he's just getting some air. 
basically, this gained popularity amongst women because bloggers claimed that the high vitamin content of the vegetable can sanitise the vagina and leave a pleasant odour and get you off. Right, to be clear, the caveat, of course, um, advocates of cucumber cleansers are, are not doctors. <laughs> and you may not be surprised that actual experts are very much not on board with this. What about your mate, the gynaecologist? Well, she has a lot to say, but... Dr. Jennifer Wider says, bad idea, do not do this. Because? Another doctor, Lauren Stryker, says, there is absolutely no benefit to this. Not only is sticking a cucumber up your vagina to cleanse it unnecessary, it can actually cause an infection. We don't want one of those, do we? They say, basically, just a quick reminder. I, if you I'm don't not, know, I, I'm actually speechless. Your vagina is... This a... basically, all this is, yeah. is masturbating yeah. with a cucumber. No, it's not really yes, it about is. the masturbating. You're it's twisting about... it, you're sticking it in and out. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've, you it's know... About, it, it's about the, the detoxing of it's a cucumber. It's about getting yourself off without having to buy a vibrator. Well, I'm just telling you now why the doctors don't want you to do this, okay? Because, as we know... We have a very delicate ecosystem there and some fragile tissue. And you could allow viruses and bacteria to enter the bloodstream. And also your vagina has its own pH and a cucumber could disrupt that. And additionally, a cucumber can carry its own pathogens, which means it's not something that you want to put in there. Uh, these bugs include a wiener, tracheophila, which causes plants to wilt. And who wants a wilting vagina? Not me. <laughs> And also is another. That's not a thing. No. And also another one. Hold on. Is a, what? Is a wilting vagina a thing? No, I've just made that up. It's not a thing. But there is another bacteria, um, another pathogen, which m makes mildew form on plants. And again, not a place I want mildew. You do not want to introduce new members to your vaginal bacterial family. You don't want to mess with your own environment, basically. Just like every other weird vaginal cleanse out there, there is no reason well, what to does, do it. What does your mate Jen say? Is she for Jen it or says, against it? Jen says the following. If you have a vagina, you should definitely not do this. <laughs> That's her view on the cucumber cleanse. Can I say? Up for it? Well done. You deserve a round of applause for that. Do I? Why? Because you, you've absolutely... I mean, scraped the barrel <laughs> of the vagina-based wellness world. I think I, I think I, I think I might have completed it now. I think I could write a book. You could definitely write a book. Mm. I bought you a birthday present. A couple self-care down there. Yeah, it doesn't have dangerous things in it. Only what, has what good things in it. Big books. What else does it have? Well, it in has there? like how to care for your vagina, what not to do, things like how to deal with periods. So it doesn't say masturbate with a cucumber. Um, there, that chapter isn't in the book no. you know you could find a wellness no. news flash about cleansing it with a banana i mean or we could just go courgette <laughs> <laughs> we could just go on and on couldn't we carrot well i'll, I'll do a deep dive next <laughs> week and see what other <laughs> vagina-based vegetable activities there are out there oh actually cucumbers are fruit because it has seeds so is a banana last time i checked <laughs> yes, <there it> is. <laughs> I hadn't factored in the curve effect of the banana, though. <laughs> it might be helpful. Okay. Let's move on. Please, let's move on for our, our brand new segment, which is a lot more uh, discerning than that. It's called... Recommendation of the Week. Right, what are you recommending this week? Well, I want to tie it in 
to the week's practice. Cucumbers! (laughs) No. (laughs) The book I'm recommending this week is The Art of Change, a guided journal, eight weeks to making a meaningful shift in changing your life by Nancy Levin, friend of the show. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Now I know that you and I did not love our week of journaling and really Nancy did say this is a workbook but they didn't want to sell it as a workbook because it made people think like, oh my God, I've got to do work. So it's kind of been branded as a journal but it's, you could call it a workbook journal. And she said twice that Mm. she's completely in love with it. She is. Which I loved. Yes. So there you go. If you are thinking about... Uh, taking a leap of faith and you want a little bit of guidance and help there's your book gorgeous what have we got coming up on next week's show oh i've still got a podcast to recommend oh all right well then chameleon wild boys i don't understand you what <laughs> Just, i mean what <laughs> i'm not very mysterious <laughs> you can be it's a true story podcast no <clears throat> you always talk about how you don't listen to podcasts i listen to them like, I find one that I really like, and then I listen to the whole thing, and then I find another one. I don't like to, so like, is listening to slag podcasts. myself around on podcasts. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I, that's I'm not like a podcast slut. I am. Okay. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so no, rude. In the same way that you'll watch two Real Housewife franchises simultaneously, I can only deal with one place. No. The only reason I do that. Yeah. Does this matter? I don't know. The only reason I do that is yeah. because I have binge watched all of them. And now when they release new episodes, they drip feed them out. Yeah, yeah I know. And also because mm. all the storylines break on Instagram. So I'm either in it or I'm not in it. Right. right. So I, and I've tried not doing that. And yeah. I've tried to binge it and wait for the whole season to end. But then I have to wait months. And I know all the storylines because I follow them all on Instagram. Okay. You could stop following them on Instagram and then it wouldn't be spoilt for you. I don't, I like it. Okay. Can I recommend this podcast to our lovely listeners now? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chameleon Wild Boys. This is the story, right? I think you'll be quite into this. In 2003, two half-starved brothers emerged from the wilderness telling an incredible tale of survival. A small Canadian community took them in. The problem was the boys were not who they said they were. Is it a true story? Yep. Oh, that sounds great. I know. So there you go. There's my podcast recommendation. So I'm listening to a new podcast and I've kind of come out of the wellness world of podcasts. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I just Mm -hmm. feel like I need Mm -hmm. a bit of a break. Yeah. And I'm listening to Run Bambi Run. What's that? It's a true crime Mm -hmm. and it's about a young woman who got convicted of murdering her ex-husband's ex-wife. No, her husband's ex-wife. Okay. And it's all about her story. Is her name Bambi? Yes. Okay. That would make more sense. Thanks for that. Anyway, what have we got coming up on next week's show? Oh, we're tackling a tricky little thing, just a small thing. It's called the work-life balance. Yeah, for mid-September, we felt that it was a really important show for others. Absolutely. And we've got an amazing expert coming on who runs this enormous Facebook group called Flexible Working for People Like You and Me. And it's got like over 40,000 members on it. And she really does know her stuff about flexible work. She sure does. So we've got that. So that's a real treat. And if you're struggling with your work-life balance, then be sure to check that out. Thank you very much for listening to our F-Log show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back on Monday. And in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, here is how to do so. There is an email address. Hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. There is Instagram. At selfcareclubpod. There is TikTok. At selfcareclubpodcast. There is YouTube. 
<laughs> I can't remember the it's handle. It's just YouTube. I think Self Care Club. Anyway, basically we're everywhere. It's just YouTube. You can't get rid of us. And well, you can. Well, I mean, you could. But why would you want to with all this delicious content? Yeah, exactly. And we're we're all over it, aren't we now? We are. See you Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>